Welcome to the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. My name is Sally Harrison, and I'm the CEO of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Today, we're in the University of Phoenix podcast studio, and joining me as today's guest is our friend Mark Garcia, president of Visit Mesa. Hi, Sally. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We always love having you. Mark, thanks for being here today. We have a lot to talk about because there's been a lot going on with Visit Mesa. We do. Yes. There's been some great things happening. A lot. But let's start with the basics because not everybody knows what Visit Mesa is, does, means. Sure. Let's let's start with that. What's your mission? So Visit Mesa is what used to be the Mesa Convention and Visitors Bureau. Right. So people might know us by that name. Mm-hmm. It's been a few uh, years. Or Mesa CVB, right. right? But many of us in the destination marketing organization world Mm -hmm. have changed our name Mm -hmm. many of us across the country in fact all over the world um, to more aptly describe who we are what we do we're in the business of selling marketing our cities for business travel and leisure travel so we represent mesa and the entire southeast valley we're a regional brand that's what city limitless is all about i think people may have seen some of our you know, some of our marketing, uh, some of our signage, our logo has City Limitless. That's the idea right. for it, that um, when you come here, there are limitless opportunities for great travel uh, experiences, right? It's, it was sort of a play when we rebranded mm-hmm. off of when you're coming into Mesa from Phoenix or any other place and you see Mesa City Limits, uh-huh. right? It's just put right. you in a box. Right. And we'd like to think that our travel experiences are certainly outside of that box. Awesome. Well, so you said there's been a lot going on. The highlight, obviously, has been that um, Visit Mesa became autism certified. Yes. And then that expanded. So talk about that. Uh, first ever autism certified city. How did we get here? Uh, that's a, uh, was quite a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started months and months ago. It started about a year ago. Yeah. Well, actually, it started a couple years ago. So right, how we got here, my son... Mm-hmm who is now six years old, mm-hmm. Mason Charles, uh, was diagnosed at 14 months with severe autism. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until a couple summers ago that we were on our you know, annual summer vacation. We go to Southern California. I'm not going to name the city here. <laughs> um, and usually we spend a lazy week at the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll go out to dinner a few times, but, you know, it's basically just going down to the beach every day. Sure. But on this particular trip, this particular summer, we said, let's immerse ourselves in the city so we split our week between two hotels we went into the museums we went to other attractions throughout the city that we know very well already mm-hmm. uh, and it just happened to be a miserable week he our son had meltdown after meltdown and it was an unpleasant experience we were made to feel uninvited mm. unwelcome um and we got those stares the look, the, the look mm-hmm. you know that suggests to you well, can't you control your child right uh, the muffled whispers. And the thing is, most of these stares and these muffled whispers weren't necessarily coming from other guests like this, like us, uh-huh. at the hotel or at the restaurants or at right. the attractions. They were primarily coming from people in my business, mm-hmm. supposed hospitality professionals. Not very hospitable. No. And I said, <laughs> this is wrong. And I, you know, I, I probably used some other colorful language <laughs> and said, You? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> So I said, I'm going to do something about this. Maybe not here, but I'm going to do something about this in Mesa. And so I came back. You may remember because you're on the board. We held a strategic planning session. I shared my experience with you and 
the leadership team at Visit Mesa, and I said, let's do something. And even at that time, obviously, he was four at that time, mm -hmm. d been doing quite a bit of research, either myself or learning from my wife, who's one of those autism mama warriors, <laughs> who's very engaged and really making all the difference in the world for our Mason. Um, just, you know, the prevalence. You know, one in 59 people have autism. Yeah. It's one in 35 boys. Yeah, and most of us in the autism community know that those are really conservative numbers. Mm -hmm. The prevalence rate is, is probably higher. Even the CDC was one in 68 mm -hmm. just 18 months ago. Wow. And it just continues to grow very rapidly. So here I'm saying to myself, you have a, a large consumer base, massive, and growing at an incredible clip. Right. And they're hyper loyal. I've learned through my yeah, wife. She's a, she, you know, spends a lot of time in the autism mom blog world and Facebook chat rooms. Mm -hmm. And she's learned that once a place becomes quote unquote autism friendly, the autism community flocks to it sure. and they keep going back and again and again. And so um So how did how did that experience and then talking with the board and your staff lead you to IBCCES? Good question. Um, you know, I started locally. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously our son's been getting services locally for some time, and I, I, wanted, a, I wanted a certification if it was all possible, mm -hmm. if it was possible. Mm -hmm. I wanted something that educated people in our business, mm -hmm. in our industry, to know what autism is, to maybe allow them to see what the world looks like through the lens of somebody who sure. has autism. Well, and a certification holds more weight it does. than it's being friendly. Correct. Right. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. I wanted more than just these one-off events, mm -hmm. you know, doing them on a quarterly basis or right. it's autism nights or autism right. days. Right. Um, wanted something more than just producing a video and, or maybe even some sensory guides and then putting a sticker in our window saying we were autism friendly. Right. I was hoping for a certification. Even more, I was hoping that it would be so robust that it would require a recertification every couple of years because mm -hmm. the science is, is always evolving on this. Sure, and so it's important sense. for people to keep fresh mm -hmm. and keep up to date. And so I didn't find anything local, so I started looking nationally mm -hmm. and just doing a lot of Google, you know, searches and came across uh, IBCCES, the International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards. And I had seen, and I was reading, they were working with SeaWorld, and they have a bunch of different brands as mm -hmm. it relates to SeaWorld. Uh, the Space Center in Houston and zoos, and they were doing sheriff's departments and um, came to learn that they, for the past 20 years they've been leading the world in these types of certifications in healthcare and education. Right. But over the past five years, they got into the travel and tourism space. They're out of Jacksonville, Florida. Mm -hmm. It's a tourism sure, state. Um, and saw that they were doing hotels throughout you know, the country and throughout mm -hmm. the world. But no one city as a collective mm -hmm. of products and services had come together to do a certification. So right. I called them up. And got a hold of Myron, who's the chairman, mm -hmm. and Meredith Teakin, uh, who's the president. And we had a long discussion. It was a back and forth affair for about six weeks. Mm -hmm. And we learned and determined together. We wanted something that was going to be tough, but achievable. Uh -huh. Something that was reasonable. Sure. So we determined with them that if we get 58 of our partnering businesses, mm -hmm. and by partners, sort of like membership. Uh -huh. So let's just call it for these purposes today. If we got 58 of our members to join us and 80% right. of their front-facing or guest-facing staff uh -huh. to go through the certification program, that we would achieve this status. At that time, it was as a travel destination. Right. 
we all know now that it's the, the designation is as a city through and through, and that's because of somebody named Sally Harrison who really <laughs> stepped up and was able to help us, you know, get into the non-travel space and, and working with businesses. People. Yeah, and it's just been it tremendous. Just sense, Thank you so much to you and your staff and and everything you're able to do to open up the doors to IBCCS and. We and make a really those inroads. Caring community, though. We do. So when you start talking about things like this, um, you know, our business community is part of that community, and people want to be engaged. They want to do the right thing. They do. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's another reason why it's worked well here, mm -hmm. and the reason why it's happened so quickly mm -hmm. is because that's in the DNA of Mesa. Well, and through this, we found out that a lot of our businesses that have gotten engaged also have children on the spectrum. We're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Us autism families, we are everywhere. But yeah, yeah, your point is well taken. Um, we're a city with a heart, a city with compassion. Mm -hmm. We're known as a family-friendly city right. and destination to begin with. Right. So it just plays right into our brand. And of course... In addition to the great work that you here at the Mesa Chamber of Commerce uh, has, has done and continues to do, but the city of Mesa really stepped up. Yeah, I mean, when Parks and Rec stepped up, that was a big 500 commitment. employees. Huge commitment. Right, and it's not yeah. your standard parks department. Right. So, yes, they have the standard parks and the aquatic centers, but you have the convention center and right. you know, the cemetery. I mean, that, that department's responsible for so much more. Right. Uh, and now we have the police department, 1,200 staff right. members with PD yes. uh, are going through the training now. The fire department also uh, has committed to this, and I think they're almost through their training. They were at 99% just a couple of days ago. So and you know more than I do. They might be at 100 <laughs> that same day, actually. Yeah. Tremendous. Pretty exciting. And then today, just today, we already knew about the commitment, but mm -hmm. the Dobson branch of Mesa Public Libraries just achieved their certification awesome. today. It was announced by IBCCS, so it's That's fantastic. Great. And so we're, we're continuing to move this through the community. We know about um, many of the businesses that you're working through, again, because of the work you mm -hmm. did. They're all stepping up. Boeing came through. I mean, so, SRP. So talk about the benefit to a business, because there's also not just the front-facing employees, but the opportunity to hire, right? right? So talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, that's the multi-pronged approach to this whole mm -hmm. thing. Um, we've said all along that, yes, we want to train our staff to provide the best, the best customer service that we can. Right. But knowing that we could achieve this designation as a city through and through, mm -hmm. when you get into the corporate sector, right. it's more about employment. Right. Um, and we've always said that, you know, our phase two, at least as a hospitality industry, we were going to be going into employment anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome to see that through your efforts and your help, that we're getting there. But I'd like to see the hospitality community start yeah. hiring folks on the spectrum. Absolutely. So we know our friends at SRP ha mm -hmm. have jumped on board with this, but that they've also got some folks that they've already been hiring. So, I mean, that's it's, just exciting stuff. It's outstanding. So talk about, like, the process. You know, what do people do? How do they obtain the certification? It's a difficult question to answer. We'll uh, do it anyway. I'll try. Because <laughs> there isn't one size fits all. I mean, right. every company. So who, who, do they, who does a business or, or, or an organization contact? Um, if it is outside the, the travel and tourism space, probably Sally Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> but in the travel and tourism space, it would be me. Uh -huh. uh, and we'd have a discussion about, you know, the number of employees, how mm -hmm. many are front facing. Sure. And give them an idea of 
what the cost might look like look like based mm-hmm. upon what other companies of a similar size, other hotels, attractions, mm-hmm. uh, service providers, et cetera, then to give them an indication. But once we have that initial discussion, we send them on to IBCCES because right. that's where the true interface needs to take place. Mm-hmm. That's where they get into the nitty-gritty and the details and find out exactly how many employees will be going to the training, what type of platform, what specific right. type of training right. each of those employees will do. Mm-hmm. We find that very often the HR departments are going through the highest level training mm-hmm. uh, because they want to be able to onboard future employees in our business. It's pretty seasonal. Right. Um, and so people are kind of in and out of the organization. City of Mesa Parks Department's also doing, it's now part of their regular onboarding process. That's awesome. And the level of training depends on what their, what their objective is, what mm-hmm. they're trying to achieve. Uh, obviously, if you're in, um, if you're a business who's not in our space, you know it's really not necessarily about customer service, but it's the training is really directed towards um, hiring practices. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, with you know the PD and fire department, it's about first responder work, real right. world scenarios. They do a lot of role playing, uh, which is completely different from the training that the hotel or the attraction sure. or the restaurant is going through. Mm-hmm. In our organization, I required that five of us went through the highest level training that you can. Mm-hmm. And then there were the balance of the staff did the most basic level one. And mm-hmm. they have less interface with sure. the customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going through a 30-minute course. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's it's but, a hard question to answer because it really varies. But 30-minute course is you learn a lot. really eye-opening. Really eye-opening. I think um, our staff and our board of directors, you know, found it really helpful and, and informative. Um, you know, I, I personally, I think everybody should go through that because you just never know who you're going to run into when you're grocery shopping or exactly. to be anything, right? And that's just the thing. I mean, from the very beginning, we're always th- this country is not ready to provide the service for this community that continues to grow. I mean, mm-hmm. these. You know, very often what we're talking about, we think kids, but these right. are going to be adults. Right. And there's already those who are, are, are adults on mm-hmm. the spectrum. Right. What, how are we responding to their needs? Right. Uh, and, and, that, and that goes to your grocery store, to right. your laundromat, to uh, your dry cleaner. Restaurants. To rest- I mean, just you yeah. name it. Right. So I know you have um, a new and interesting partnership with our friends at uh, COPA Health, yes. or form- formerly um, Mark Community Resources. Um, talk a little bit about that. It's an exciting partnership. Yeah. Um, and we're working on those details. We had a meeting on Monday to really kind of um, finalize some things. Mm-hmm. But when these families come for a vacation, mm-hmm. or let's say, you know, mom and dad, mom's got a conference, mm-hmm. right? And it's at the Delta here, right here in downtown Mesa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's an awards ceremony as part of that convention. Mm-hmm. But they can't bring their child. Right. Where do they take their child? Right. Where would they feel comfortable taking their child? So we're working right. with Copa Health now mm-hmm. to do respite services. That's so folks coming so awesome. in, maybe they want to golf, maybe they want to go out to dinner, they want a break, right? Uh-huh. And so they're able to, you know, send their child to the Copa facility mm-hmm. where they have all the services in the world that they want. Copa can come to them mm-hmm. at their hotel. So we're in discussions nice. right now with the hotels, talking mm-hmm. about quiet rooms and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but they can do all the respite activities, respite services at the property level mm-hmm. or at any one of our certified uh, parks throughout the community, uh-huh. thanks to our parks department. Um, the possibilities really are endless and it's, 
it's just a sense of relief for some of these families oh, to yeah. know that they'll get a BCBA or you know someone who's certified understands mm-hmm. their child, understands their needs, and knows how to respond appropriately. Will that be available for local people? Yes. Well, that's what COPA <laughs> wants to do, right? So I those mean, are some of the things that we all need to work out because sure. those services then need to be detailed on our website, on mm-hmm. their website. Right. Uh, for both locals and for you know visitors coming in, sure. giving them options, mm-hmm. and so putting up a you know a pretty robust mm-hmm. uh, experience or plan or yeah. options. I uh, talked to somebody yesterday about an event that's coming up in April. Yes, you want to talk about that? Yeah, April fourth. Yeah. So it's obviously Autism Awareness Month, uh-huh. and it is prom season. And Sally Harrison's birthday. Just saying. <laughs> I, that I, is your birthday? I remember no the, kidding? the event because <laughs> it happens to be on April 4th. So, yes. Yeah. So, we are going to be hosting a prom called Exceptional Prom. We're working in partnership with an organization um, called uh, um, Positive Friendship. Yes. <laughs> I know they're members of yours. Yes, I think they about are. Um, Tasha uh, is a wonderful woman. This is her brainchild. Yep. She came to us after learning about the whole autism certification. Said, well, what child do you think? on the spectrum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you think about doing you know, yeah. an, a, a prom, not just for uh, uh, those with autism spectrum disorder, but any kind of special needs? Right. I thought it was a tremendous I'm so excited idea. for this. And so it will be held at the Sheridan Mesa Hotel uh-huh. at Wrigleyville West, right yep. near Sloan Park. Yep. Uh, April the 4th. We're really excited about it. We're trying to get some celebrities lined up as well. Yeah. Um, Going to need some sponsors, some volunteers. Yeah. So if you're interested in sponsoring and helping out a great event, serving a terrific community, a loyal community, right? Uh, give us a holler. Yeah. Well, and she'll have some um, some information available, I think, probably after the holidays yeah. to really kick things off. But I know she's already starting to kind of log anybody who's interested in just being a volunteer. There's a website out right now, yeah. exceptionalprom.com. So it's more of a, it's in the form of a save the date, mm-hmm. but much more content is soon coming right after yeah. the first of the year. Pretty exciting. Very. Yeah. So where do you go from here? Like, what's next? Well, we talked about employment. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we want to take at least the travel and tourism piece of it. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to communicate to, you know, the hotels and the restaurants and the attractions mm-hmm. and the museums about making sure they're hiring folks on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. These are hardworking, dedicated, very focused um, people. Mm-hmm. And they want to work. Yeah. They just need the opportunity. So that's right. where we're going to take this next then I'd like to get into housing, if at all possible, in our key employment corridors mm-hmm. uh, in Mesa, whether mm-hmm. it's downtown, Fiesta sure. District, Riverview, where they're building 1.3 million square feet right. of Class A office space. There's going to be major employers there, mm-hmm. obviously in the Elliott Technology Corridor and then in Falcon Field area. Right. If we can get these many communities where they can walk to work, live right there, mm-hmm. and uh, and also have, you know... A, their barber or their hairstylist, mm-hmm. their grocery store, yeah. you know, they're, they're, their, their, their Walgreens, you know, right, their to. pharmacy, mm-hmm. and have it all right there. Right. You know, if you could get, I, I've always wondered about this, 10 to 12 major brands, mm-hmm. and you put these together, I mean. Yeah, that's really cool. I pretty think. fantastic. Yeah. That's, a, that's a dream. <laughs> I don't know how long it'll take us to get there. Well, so is being certified as a city. So it is. Dreams do it come is. true, right? Yeah, it's a blessing, and. We're very excited about that. And we're advancing our brand in the process. This was a business decision for us. Well, and it, it I think all the businesses and organizations that have signed up should look at it that way. Absolutely. Right? 
we were on BBC last week. We've been in the New York Times. I mean, just the press alone has been tremendous. That's We've already awesome. booked a convention out of it. Nice. More are interested, Good. and not just with autism, but you know, other um, cognitive disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's 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 amazing what's happening. So, if anybody's interested, they should call you. Yes. Or call me, and I'll tell them to call yes. you. Yes. <laughs> I love it when they call you. <laughs> Mark, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having uh, me. We appreciate you being here on the Inside Business Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on the Inside Business Podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Thank you. Thank Yay. you.